Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm talking about is, when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? It's your girl D Scott And I am here I know it's late But I still have to give y'all a little bit of um, Tell the truth uh, Tuesday As much as I can Because it's just what I do So today's show is called Loyalty And Basically what it means to me You know when do you stop Becoming loyal You know so on and so forth So definite shout out to Veronica Obing's um, Brother, he is a physician. Um, it looks like he's based out of Los Angeles, but I could be wrong. He's in Miami an awful fucking lot, but um, he's been uh, he's been waiting for my commentary on the Second Wives Club. Um, he is the father of triplets. Very attractive guy. Make sure you guys go follow him. Clayborne, J G C L A Y B O R N E J G, and so basically, um. His sister is the very, very beautiful uh, Veronica that actually stars on the show The Second Wives Club. And she is the one that is dating that African booty scratcher. Um, uh, what's his name? Michael. Oh, that's his name. Uh, Michael. And Michael has decided that he wanted to have an affair, not once, but this is his second time. And, it, you know, I, I hate to say this, but I'm going to just put it out there. Most women, I'm not saying we don't care about an affair. That's, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that if you're going to be disloyal, I only really want to hear that it was like one fucking time you were drinking like Goldschlager, you died and came back to life in the back of an ambulance and realized that possibly you may have had sex with a wombat. That That's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear... Anything about, you know, you had a whole relationship with somebody because as women, our egos are also large. And the fact that you would go and be building with me and then build with someone else, that's A, disloyal, B, it could get you clapped. And C, you could get the clap. So now you're putting my life and my body in danger, and I feel like you're disgusting and I don't want to be with you. So I feel like part of loyalty is, and and I'm going to share a situation with you, is you have to be loyal to yourself. And so what I mean by that is this. So I was in a relationship, well, let's start like this. There was an ongoing, you know, 
attraction, which my homegirl, Shan, has actually wrote about in one of her books because I asked, was I in the book? Yes, I was. I have yet to sign the disclosure, but she knows I don't give a damn. She can write about any of my uh, situations, and I'm good with that just because I feel like um, I want to see other people's perception of me. And so <clears throat> I was in a situation with a guy, who, you know, we were very enamored with each other, had never met. Um, by the time we met, there was so much, you know, uh, how can I put it? There was so much energy, okay, that by the time we met, there was really nothing else to fucking talk about. It was just, it was like literally, it, it was crazy because it was a full moon that night. My car got towed that night. I'm out of town. You know, he happened to live in the town that I actually was visiting um, for a few days. And it was a situation where I knew he had a situation, and he was up front with it, but the situation, you know, the milk's gone bad. So wasn't married or anything like that. Let's just keep it all the way G. And, you know, I know I got a lot of flack for this today on my post. If you're following me, I'm at miss.d.scott. On Instagram, at Twitter, I'm at DMSST93, no Facebook as of right now, and that's that. So all these things conspired. The whole universe conspired for us to meet, you know, and he, he had been a very good friend of mine, which is why I say, you ladies, you got to watch these, you know, Facebook friends, and, oh, he just is my friend, and he just, get the fuck out of here. If given the opportunity to fuck, they're going to try to fuck. So... You know, and the, and the funny thing is, is, like, people always think, like, it's, you know, some women are very easy. I'm not one of those women. Like, you have to come at me a different way. I'm not going to tell you well, which way you have to come, but you have to come at me a completely different way. Because if you come at me with, like, these compliments, I'm like, bitch, I'm ugly today. Like, I don't feel like having this conversation with you. My uh, lotion for my face has ran out, and I'm dry, and uh, I don't feel like my teeth are the whitest, so get the fuck out of my face. That's how I am. So you have to come at me a different way in order for me to be falling in love. And so I think... When this person and mine's friendship and then subsequent relationship, which which went on for quite some time, ended, I was more upset at the fact that he would choose to live in unhappiness and be disloyal to himself and his energy and his light and what he had to offer the world um, to settle into a situation than to say, you know what, I'm going to go for what's the unknown and I'm going to do all of this while I am still single. I am not married, and that's that. And so I think that perhaps the most damning thing about that relationship and why I really couldn't, you know, see myself ever going back to something like that is because you chose unhappiness. And for me, I would have never chose unhappiness. I'm always going to choose happiness. And so... If I'm hurting you because I'm trying to be happy, I just I don't care because I have to be loyal to myself first. So when I saw that he couldn't even be loyal to himself, you know, it made me question, like, well, he could never be loyal to me because he's not even loyal to himself. Like, he doesn't even know what he wants. And so a lot of people think that loyalty is, is, um, is a subject that's up for discussion. It's not. I could not speak to my best friend for 27 years. That's still my best friend. Don't talk about her. I could talk about her, but you can't. Um, my mom's been gone four years. I don't give a fuck what her parenting skills were. I could talk about her, but you fucking can't. 
I don't give a fuck what's going on with my ex-husband, you know, what his total situation is. And the way I look at it is is that now he's remarried, he's on his third wife. It is really not my job to defend you. However, um, I get into certain forums where people want to say, well, oh, your ex-husband must have did this, and oh, you know, he must have did this. And that, first of all, my ex-husband was fine as fuck. Let's, let's just put that off on the table. Let's just Let's say he didn't have two pennies to rub together, okay? So let's say he had two wooden fucking nickels. The motherfucker was dropped there gorgeous. Like, you you wish that you could ever die and come back to life four times to have that color skin, to have that silky hair that went with the fucking skin, to have that Dominican accent and to have that machismo, and then to be able to be smart enough to say, I have to lock this fucking wild animal down now. He was the only one out of all my engagements that was smart enough to say, you know what, we're going to get engaged and we're going to get married, like, right now, because this motherfucker, she's going to run, she's this bitch. She, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and yes, I speak Spanish. So then we have this beautiful boy, this beautiful son. So I'm loyal to my son to the sense that I don't give a fuck if you come back and tell me my son burned down, you know, 14 nursing homes. Hey, he didn't fucking do it. You didn't see him. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Clearly, I'm going to talk to him when I see him, but I, it didn't happen. You know, if you're my friend, I don't give a fuck what's going on. Fuck that bitch. She don't look better than you. It is what it is. We'll kill her. That's what it is. And so loyalty to me is just a little bit deeper than, you know, if I'm mad at somebody. Like, for example, I have somebody that I've not spoke to in many, many years since my mother's death, and she was a, a best friend of mine for over 20 years, and there are still secrets that I would not divulge about her, not because I still give a fuck about her, but because as your friend, as a former friend, I just wouldn't do that. And so for when I think about relationships and loyalty, it's really just an unquestionable thing. So that's why I think I get so deeply offended when my loyalty is questioned, like how fucking dare you? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm the motherfucker that's loyal to the soil, like to the to the point where I'm almost out here looking stupid is how loyal I am to my friends, to my family, and to my beloved or to anybody that I'm dealing with because I feel like, you know, and I have to coach a lot of young women and mentor a lot of young women, and they say, oh, fuck this motherfucker, I'm going to go do this. No, you're going to disappoint your father. You go out and you sleep with another dude because you're mad at your dude, you're only disappointing your father and your ancestors before that. Mm. Young ladies also, let me tell you this. You're also confirming whatever whore thought that he had in his mind about you, you're confirming it. And so especially with black, Latino, any type of slave trade man, okay, they already have possession issues. So you tell a black, Hispanic, Afro, you know, Afro, Latino, like whatever you want to call it, yeah, you know, I went out and I was with, you know, Bobby and me and Bobby are now together and this, this, and this, you're going to end up on an episode of Snapped. They can't deal. Men are not built like women. We are built to to handle disappointment, I guess, so to speak. And so as a woman, we're stronger than men. So maybe nobody ever told you that, but I'm I'm going to tell you here today. Like, we're stronger than them. They can't take that blow to the ego the way that we do because we have to get up and persevere. We have to get up and go to work. We have to get up and rear the children. We have to get up and make sure. You know, it's funny because I remember 
you know, thinking to myself, like, I don't recall ever a time that I would see my grandmother fight with my grandfather before he went to work, right? Because she wanted him nice and clear when you took your ass to work, got that check, and brought it home to take care of the, the seven children, and then plus the adopted kids. So for me, I think that as black women, when we don't have, or Latino women, we don't have Big Mama, or we don't have La Padrina, or we don't have, you know, those women in there to teach us how to treat our men, we don't know how. But see me, never been a problem. I know how. And so I think that loyalty now is is a subject that's up for discussion so much because people don't know what it looks like. Like your own parents aren't fucking loyal to each other. And then they're not only not loyal to each other, they're now talking shit about each other. And so when you're going through a hard time, you know, when you have one parent that's talking about the other parent, basically what you're telling the child is that half of them ain't shit. That's That's really what you're doing. And so I hate to see parents do that and then I hate to see a person that's not loyal to themselves and say you know what um I'm really not feeling this motherfucker like I fell out of love with him and that's why they you know a lot of people give me a lot of flack for saying that love is a choice we choose to be in love or we choose not to be in love and I think perhaps the most beautiful thing about being in love is that if you can find two people that are in love at the same time that'd be great you know what I mean but most of the time it's it's a balancing act it's a scales situation. And I think that cheating comes in, especially for men. Men men cheat because of um, motive and because they have options. Women cheat because we're trying to leave. Like, we we cheat because, like, it's an emotional investment for us. And with most men, I would say probably maybe 90%, it was really just physical with them. But make no mistake, the way to get to a man is the physical, because all he is is seeing the visual and then it's the physical. And so I want to get back to the Second Wives Club where Veronica was being cheated on by the African booty scratcher named Michael. He's a plastic surgeon, by the way. Mm. He won't get any of my business because here's where you fucked up. You have this beautiful wife. And, you know, I, I love to look at a situation and dissect it and say, well, she gained a little weight. You know, you could have took her to the gym. It doesn't make it right, but... I can see as a man why he did X, Y, and Z. No, motherfucker is gorgeous. She's drop-dead gorgeous. She has real hair, real edges. Eight motherfucking children. Eight children. Are you fucking kidding? Eight children. How dare you? What? What? Little, little kids, okay? So not only is she the submissive wife, that we read about in the Bible, she looks the part, how fucking dare you? Like, how dare you? You fucking look like a pit bull with no leash, and you have the audacity to cheat on this woman, and everybody knows on national television, then you let the mistress, because we're not even talking side chicks, fuck side chicks, it's no relevance. You let the mistress start an Instagram page. In the words of Tiny, who was married to T.I., Y'all bitches are supposed to be quiet. That's why I couldn't be a mistress, okay, because I'm not going to be quiet. I'm, I'm fucking telling. Hey, hey, psst, psst. get your dude. 
You understand what I'm saying? And if you don't get your dude, anything that happens after that is not my fucking problem. But I got issues. My loyalty is with the Jesus and shit. So I'm not going to go and be fucking with somebody's husband. Now, I got a lot of flack today because I said, you know, there's a lot of men out here that are lying about the fact that they're not in relationships. I mean, but marriage, I mean, that's easy. That's a matter of looking up public record. You know, that's how motherfuckers be like, yeah, I own this house. Bitch, where? Because I'm, I'm finna look it up, okay, on, on my, my personal websites that I have access. Tonight's beverage is a um, grapefruit and jalapeno-infused vodka mixed with lemon ginger juice from across the border of my friends in Canada. And it is delicious and nutritious and refreshing. Mm. And I'm drinking it out of a blue plastic cup, of course. So... When I see this issue where this woman, she did everything that she could, you know, because there's a lot, listen, listen, a lot of men, especially black men, especially Hispanic men, they're they're just, their issues are over the top. But when I see a guy, like, cheat on something, like, really, how fucking dare you? Like, you, like, you know, I don't mean to talk about nobody's fucking husband, but, like, how fucking dare you? You look like the great value version of Big Poppy. Like, you look like David Ortiz on on fucking welfare. That's what the fuck you look like. How dare you? You know what I'm saying? Cheat on – like, if you weren't a plastic surgeon and maybe if she had not known you prior to you using a scalpel, like, you know damn well if you were walking down the street, no one's fucking talking to you. I don't give a fuck what anybody in the United States of Villa Rica fucking Georgia says. Like, Michael, how dare you? And I wish you would come for me because, motherfucker, I'll give you exactly what the fuck you've been looking for because how dare you embarrass this woman on national television, the mother of not one of your children, no, not one, eight, how dare you? How fucking dare you? The motherfucker, listen, her boobs are perfect. She ain't got no stomach. Her edges are real, pretty, fucking nice teeth. How fucking dare you? But I'm going to tell you what happened. See, Veronica got fucking confused, and she tried to fit into that L.A. lifestyle, and really what you should have been focusing on is whatever Alabama roots that you had, perhaps maybe your roots from hell. I don't know. You should have whooped Michael's motherfucking ass. That's what you should have did because at the end of the day, she listen, I never, listen, listen, I'm studying this show because I never saw a black woman with this much poise. I never seen it. Aside from Diane Carroll on Dynasty, like, which was not real, I never seen a black woman just be able to contain this level of hurt, pain, and rage. She was like, he hasn't been home. She's she's asking the lady of the house, you know, the housekeeper, has he been home? What the fuck, Veronica? What the fuck, you, you are his wife. Do you know how many rights you have as the wife? Not the fiance, not the girlfriend, not the baby mama. No, 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 no. The wife. Girl, I would have been at the bank. I would have pulled a ginger on fucking Sam Rothstein type shit with the safety deposit boxes and been sitting in the fucking fan with the eight children strapped in the trunk. I, I don't know. You know, you need to get with your, you know, your your black aunts or something and just channel that inner Negro, like I said, because he was disloyal. So he wasn't only disloyal to you. And this isn't the first time he did it. Like, yo, he's supposed to be apologetic for like 28 years. Like, oh, my God, I would never do that again. Or like... Have it set up where, like, motherfucker, like, there's things that you could have done. How about this? How about this? I got one. Just don't fucking cheat. 
you know, and now she's sitting there, and I, I, I feel sometimes, like, I want to go in, like, I want to put on, like, a black Donna Karen cat suit like I did back in the 90s and, like, roll up on Michael and beat him about the head, neck, and chest. Like, seriously, like, I could be swayed for, like, some free Botox or something like that down the down the road or something. Like, you don't even have to give me any money. Like, I just feel like for the sisterhood that, like, how dare you? And it's funny because people say, well, you know, you were in a position where you were a side chick. Pause. Let me say this. If I ever, in the history of niggerdom, was a side chick, bitch, I didn't know about it, okay? Because I can't be a secret. There's no way that you're going in and out of airports with me and it's a secret. There's no way that we're going out to dinner all the time and it's a secret. There's no way that we're going in and out the country and it's a secret. There's no way that you're on my Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, all these places, and it's a secret. It's, it's not a secret, Okay. And I remember many, 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 many years ago, um, I was, a, listen, I was notorious. I was a fucking, I was an asshole. I, I was, I was a bitch. Like, just didn't give a fuck about nothing on some, like, Paris Hilton type shit. Just come to town, do what I want, take what I want, and then leave. And I remember at the time, the person, and this is the person that I write about that, you know, he's loved me since I was 17 years old. You know, I'm going to be 42 you know, he's older than me, and I remember, you know, and and it doesn't matter, no matter where he is in the world, every year for my birthday, he sends me a card, and because um, our birthdays are a day apart, and, you know, he's married, moved on in life, I haven't, obviously haven't touched him since he got married, because I, I just, I feel like the karma for that is bad, like my loyalty is to my soul and my well-being, and I wouldn't want do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody to come back and do that to me. And and they did. And this is why a lot of women, they don't understand why I don't give a fuck. Because you bitches didn't give a fuck when I was married. You understand what I'm saying? You young motherfuckers didn't give a motherfuck when I was married to my husband. You didn't give a fuck when I was pregnant, when I'm in the mall. And you're like, wow, he's fine as fuck. Like, bitch, that's my husband. Don't get it fucked up. I got a baby in me, but you can get this foot. I'm not even going to throw hands on you, bitch. I'm going to kick you in the fucking throat. Like, seriously. Mm. And that's one of the problems of being married to somebody that was an athlete or being married to somebody that's so attractive. Because even if my ex-husband had three pennies to rub together, he was still attractive. So it it was either it was one or the other, you know. But my ex-husband, one thing I will say about him, he won no trick. He wasn't getting a dollar, not a, not a fucking wooden nickel off that motherfucker. That was all my money and my son's. So I feel like, you know, a lot of women think that I should have sympathy for, you know, these women. And, and somebody actually came on my page today and was saying that one of her good friends when she was 18 was killed by her 25-year-old boyfriend's um, girlfriend that she didn't know existed. And I said, you know, but that's fucked up. But this is the, it goes to my point. A lot of these men are out here in relationships and they're not telling women, like, hey, I'm with this person. Listen, if you're not fucking married, you're not married. I don't give a fuck if you're engaged. You know it's a long way from the motherfucking altar to, you know what I'm saying, to marriage. It's a long way. If that motherfucker can't collect no money off you from life insurance, y'all not fucking together, okay? And so I'm never going to back down from a situation where I feel like, you know, if I care about somebody. Like, if you have a girlfriend, that's your motherfucking problem. You are loyal to her. I'm not loyal to her. She's not my fucking friend. Okay, I don't owe her any loyalty. That comes from you. However, in a marriage, I would never do that to another wife. I would never, ever, and I think that that's why I'm so passionate about 
what happened to Veronica is like she was like the girl had a whole Instagram page. Like, how are you holding that in? Girl, I would have burnt my own motherfucking house down and collected the insurance money and moved the fuck away from Michael's African booty scratcher ass. Listen, and I know he's African in real life, and I'm not saying that to be derogatory. I'm just saying that to be like, how dare you? The great value welfare version of fucking David Ortiz. How fucking dare you? But what I'm saying about loyalty is that, you know, it doesn't switch on and off. You know what I mean? You're either going to be loyal to, like me, I'm loyal to the universe, I'm loyal to my son, and I'm loyal to the natural process of things. And so I like things to grow organically, and I like things to die organically. And so that is the same way with my relationships. That's the same way with my, you know, my beloved. That's, that's anything. Everything has to be organic. When you try to force things to die it doesn't work that way. They're going to fight. You know what I mean? So just imagine someone trying to strangle you to death. You're going to fight. You're going to scratch. You're going to claw. And then guess what? If you don't kill them, then you're going to get angry. No. You have to wait for the natural death of things. You have to wait for the natural life of things. There's no reason to go forcing shit that's not supposed to be. You have to be loyal to yourself. You have to say, okay, I love this woman or I love this man. And at this juncture, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do about that, but I know that I like this feeling, or I know that I like the way that this person feels against my skin, or I like what this person is bringing to the table. There is no honor in being disloyal to yourself. So you can sit there all day and act like you're being the most loyal motherfucker to this person because time does not equal loyalty. Just because someone has endured or has tolerated your bullshit, that's not loyalty. Love is not tolerance. It's not. You know, I could say I tolerate a lot of shit from people that sign my checks, right? But now when I start signing my own checks, certain shit, you know, I'm not going to allow. No, I'm not doing that. No, no, no. And so you have to start checking and looking out for yourself first. You know, you have to stay, as Cat Williams would say, in tune with your star player. So if your star player is telling you, and, and, and everybody got a heart. Everybody has that basic instinct. Everybody has that natural progression in them to want to feel good and to want to feel loved and to want to feel all these things just don't encroach on other people's shit my loyalty isn't defined by whether i'm speaking to you this week or not you should never ever listen i listen i pride myself in my ex-husband or any of my past you know you know people that paramours i pride myself in them Ever, never, ever, ever questioning. Like, they'll tell you, like, straight up and down. Like, if somebody came in and was like, yo, I, I, I smashed, they'd be like, you a motherfucking lie. You a fucking lie because it took me this long to get to her. Or or I had to do this just to get her to do that. Or, you know what I mean? So it's never a question. So it's kind of like, you know, where Aaliyah redid the, the Isley Brothers, and she's like, if you're wondering, you got to let me know, baby. You know what I mean? Like, let me know. Like, if that's how you feel, like, there's if, if you're just an insecure motherfucker, it's just nothing I could do. So you, you either love me or you leave me alone. You know what I mean? So I respect people that can be loyal to themselves and say, this isn't something that's working for me right now, and I, and I have to let it go because I can respect that. I can be mad, but I can respect it. Your loyalty should always be to yourself first. It doesn't behoove me to go out in the streets and say, fuck this motherfucker from the west side. I'm going to go, I'm going to show him. No, you're you're really embarrassing your father. I'd be embarrassing Marquis L. Sr. in the grave right now if I was just out there being a thought. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm mad at my boyfriend, who we're going to be back together in two weeks anyway. 
You know what I mean? And it's not normal for some people, especially people that are obsessed with each other when they see each other every single day. Seven days is an eternity. That's like a death sentence. You know, two weeks is like, oh, my God, I'm a mummy. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm a sarcophagus. Like, it, it's too much. So when dealing with loyalty, be loyal to your fucking self first. You know how you were raised. You know what you like. You know what you don't like. You know what you love. You know what you don't love. And I think that if you're loyal to yourself, those walls are going to have to come down at some time. You're going to have to tell somebody, look, I love you, you know, or, or I'm not fucking with you. Because if you don't, then you're not being loyal to yourself, you know. And there's nothing wrong. Not, not everything has to end tragically, you know what I mean? Things can end organically, and that's where I'm loyal to myself because I don't want things to end tragically. I want them to end organically the way the universe wants it to be. And so that is it for my Tell the Truth Tuesday, and I'm going to leave you all with my little Kendrick Lamar. I said I'm geek and I'm fired up All I want tonight is just get higher Loyalty, 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 loyalty
loyalty, loyalty. Tempo, no switching sides. Feel something wrong. You acting shifty, you don't ride with me no more. I need loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. It's so hard to be humble. It's so hard to be another day, another day, baby. 